0: You're listening to TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. Today's talk has that revelatory feeling of when you find something you've been looking for was right under your nose all along. In his 2021 Countdown Talk, animal activist Ermayas Cabrera introduces us to a novel, affordable, sustainable solution to bring down the harmful methane gases contributing to climate change. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary, discounts vary, and are not available in all states and situations. Thanks to our partner, Destination Canada, for sponsoring today's episode. Connect with a place people from all over call home. Enjoy vibrant multicultural cities like Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto. I love all those cities. And take in incomparable landscapes from the heights of the Rocky Mountains to the wide open prairies. Search Canada Travel to learn more.
1: The pasture is the single largest type of land on the surface of the earth today, thanks to our taste for meat and dairy. Just over a quarter of all land is used for livestock. That's more than forests or farm fields or anything else. Most of that land is best for ruminants, such as cows, that can digest high-fiber feed, such as grass and straw. However, the process by which grass and fiber is broken up in the stomachs of cows and other grazing ruminants has a byproduct, methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Despite what you might have heard about methane and cows, most of the methane is actually burped out, not to the back end. (laughs) And that represents about 2 billion tons of carbon dioxide equivalent per year, or more than 4% of our annual global greenhouse gas emissions. We have a methane problem from cows. So how can you reduce these methane burps? My colleagues and I, may have found a solution. Seaweed. Let me explain. A couple of years ago, an article was published by Rob Kinley and and colleagues that showed almost complete elimination of methane when seaweed was added to chopped grass in the lab. Great. But as an agricultural researcher, I, I know lots of additives work well in the lab, but not in real animals. But there was something different about seaweed in the way in which it reduced methane. So we thought we should test this in live animals. In collaboration with John Sullivan, an entrepreneur, and colleagues from James Cook University and CSIRO, we decided to conduct a small experiment to determine the amount of seaweed we might need to use. This was the first ever experiment in dairy cattle, and we had no idea how much to to give them. So... We started with about 60 grams per day, going up to 250 grams. Mind you, this was mixed in with 25 kilograms of their feed. One of the graduate students I work with, Brianna Rock, trapped their methane uh, burps. <laughs> in that first experiment, the emissions were reduced by up to 67%. Uh, And I thought at first, the equipment must have malfunctioned, but it was real. But we are left with more questions than answers. Would the microbes in the gut get used to it and start producing methane over time? Would the seaweed be stable over a long period of time in storage? Would the taste be affected and the cows turn up their noses? Or would the seaweed affect the cows Uh, health or milk production. So we teamed up again to conduct another trial. Over a five-month period, we saw the seaweed that was harvested three years prior reduce emissions by over 80%. Our colleagues in Australia, they saw up to 98% reduction. In a similar trial, that kind of reduction is simply staggering. As you increase the amount of seaweed, you see a reduction in methane emissions. We have also seen an improvement in bulking up of the beef cattle with no adverse health effects. So it's a win for the environment, it's a win for the farmers and consumers. A panel of 112 people got to taste steak made from steers, offered seaweed and control, and they did not detect any difference. We also did a nutritional quality of the meat, and we found no difference between animals that were offered seaweed and control. So how does it work? Some seaweeds contain ingredients that directly inhibit microbes in the cow's gut from forming methane without interfering with food digestion. The amount of methane produced is dependent on how much the animal is eating and what is in the diet. And as such, previous efforts to reduce methane emissions focused on changing the diet or improving forage quality. And we do have potential solutions other than seaweed to reduce methane emissions. Molecular additives to feed, such as 3NOP, reduced emissions by about 30%. Even garlic and citrus extract can reduce methane burps by over 20% without affecting animal health and productivity. Now, you may ask, why not stop eating beef and drinking milk? (laughs) That would be a good question. (laughs) So, adopting a plant-based diet with supplements may help shrink a person's carbon footprint in high-income countries like the U.S. But, you know, a lot of people are not going to do that. And for the rest of the world, these foods are needed to provide key nutrients such as vitamin B12 and vitamin A, which are critical for brain function, for vision, and immunity. These are found almost exclusively in beef and, and milk. And countries that have lower consumption of methane are associated with higher incidence of stunting. I know this firsthand. Growing up in Eritrea, I loved milk and meat. When we could get it, which wasn't often. Even as a kid, I always wondered how a cow eating just grass produces nutritious milk I love to drink. And that wonder pushed me into a career to understand and improve livestock production So that people in low-income countries do not suffer with stunting and other nutrient deficiency diseases. So, what now? We know seaweed can work, but the cultivation of the specific seaweed has been a barrier. It's not so easy to farm Asparagopsis taxiformis but there are a number of efforts going on at the moment to scale up production. Blue Ocean Barnes is growing seaweed in Hawaii already, and they estimate that there will be enough production to feed all cattle in the U.S. by 2030. All we need now is for governments to step up and facilitate the use of these methane-busting feed additives. Cattle industries in some countries have already committed to climate neutrality by 2050. But if we can get these feed additive innovations into cows' stomachs earlier, we can cut methane burps significantly. Given that methane only lasts in the atmosphere for a decade or so, we could even slow global warming in the short term. Yes, we have a methane problem from cows. But we may have Seaweed and other solutions for these methane burps, helping us provide meat and dairy while maintaining a safe climate. Thank you.
0: TED Talks Daily is hosted by me, Elise Hugh, and produced by TED. Theme music is from Allison Leighton Brown, and our mixer is Christopher Fazy Bogan. We record the talks at TED events we host or from TEDx events, which are organized independently by volunteers all over the world. And we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or email us at podcasts at ted.com.